that there's like a snafu there yeah motherfuckers we're back episode uh what is this episode three yeah episode 943 of the metal inquisition podcast (laughs) rearranging the history of metal since 2008 yeah our website and blog is at metalinquisition.com check it out at mtl inquisition instagram and Twitter. I am your host, the Skull Crusher, and with me today, David Christ Butcher. Butcher. Oh, there you go. Damn there it, you I go. can never get it right. <laughs> David Christ really Butcher. Yes. I do. It's a, it's a hard thing to say. And right. Morris Gene Hoagland's Balls, also known as At Danzig Fan. Gentlemen, and I use the term loosely. Uh, how is tricks? David, how are you doing, sir? Fantastic. Yourself? I am doing well. And uh, Morris? I'm very full. I just got done eating a very <laughs> big dinner. All right. I've been having liquid dinner all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Spirit of full disclosure. David, what are you drinking? Oh, what is this? It's a uh, Rubio uh, Abrac uh, from some local uh, brewery. It's like a Belgian. Ooh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morris, what about you? Are you drinking? I'm drinking nothing right now because I'm about to explode. About <laughs> to explode from fullness. I'm drinking. I, drank, uh, I did drink, uh, what do you call it? Evil. I did have a beer today. Evil Twin, I think is it called? Osa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Evil Twin. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm drinking uh, Pennsylvania's own Straub, Ugh. American Lager. <clears throat> Excuse Wait, me. What, what the fuck did they do to those bottles? I know you yeah. sent me that picture. And I, didn't no, even I didn't even recognize it. They look like regular bottles now. They actually basically look like Yingling bottles, even the label. Except Terrible. it's a brown. It's a brown bottle instead of a green bottle, like Yingling. Yeah, yeah. It used to be. These have such a sweet, classic look. I know. But yeah, the little stubby <laughs> bottles. Shitty. Those were awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know, but old not anymore. Bottle. That's terrible. They've now nah, they've moved on to the 21st century. Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, we should have never done that. I will say though, uh, to anybody out there that is not around the Pennsylvania, especially actually Western Pennsylvania area, area if you ever run uh, into Straub for whatever reason in your local beer retailer, stay away. It's really shitty. <laughs> it's it's fucking horrible. But is it worse than old German? <laughs> no, it's not worse than Mickey's in Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> That being said, cheers to you all. So I'm going to fucking down this. Well, the thing is that when it comes to like getting drink for, I'm getting drunk for cheap. I would say (laughs) yingling used to be my go-to. However, now that fucking the the yingling family is all butt buddies with our new fucking president, um, I decided to give Straub a... A chance again, even though I've always hated it. But the thing, though, is that I'm sure that whoever owns this brewery is probably butt buddies with the president as well. So, Language. what about what Iron City? Oh God, I cannot stand Iron City. Oofa, woofa, that's a yeah, bad, bad, not even, not even bad Iron City beer. Not even, not even icy light. No, I. They no? Still, wait, do they still make Iron City Mango? Oh God, I hope yes. Yes, they do. It comes out every year. And for those that don't know, and I'm sure a lot of people don't know, 
Iron City is a beer here from Pittsburgh, obviously, being that Pittsburgh is the Iron City. And it is independently owned, and God bless them for that, and they're still a very small brewery. But holy mother fucking God, Jesus Christ, baby, mother of Mary, it is the worst fucking piece of shit. It's worse than Colombian beer. And that's a lot to be said because as a Colombian, I can tell you, Colombian beer sucks. That is just fucking horrible. Oof, I just want to know who came up with the brilliant idea of, uh, of Iron City Mango because like, of all the flavors that exist in the world – Think of the one thing that is the least associated with Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. and I'd probably think mango. mango. I'd probably think probably think tropical fruit. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, like yeah, not even pineapple. Mango. You've never seen all the mango yeah, trees. Like, I know. Yeah, I know. So I mean, like, do you think people in Pittsburgh even know what a mango is? I was driving down Boulevard of the Allies today. Yeah, I was driving down Boulevard of the Allies today. There's mango trees all over the place, man. Yeah, I mean, right. you go down 376, man, please, dude, everywhere. Oakland, from Oakland to Bloomfield, to the South Hills, or the way to the north side. Please, it's all fucking mango trees in Pittsburgh. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Bizarre, it's just such a bizarre idea. It is. It absolutely is. But that Beyond company, the fact I just don't that understand. It disgusting. Agree. 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 It's terrible. I mean, all their beers are just fucking horrible. I remember a couple of years ago, I had just moved to Pittsburgh and I was watching a Pirates game with a bunch of friends at a bar. And um, I thought, well, you know, the official beer of the Pittsburgh Pirates is Iron City Light. So I'm going to order one. A, a first for me and probably the only time ever I didn't finish it. The yeah. first time in my life that I never finished a beer. Holy fuck, it was terrible. Holy shit. When people are like, oh, horse piss. Oh, I can deal with horse piss. I'll drink horse piss. This was even worse. Let me me quickly tell you about my greatest Pittsburgh drinking experience. I don't remember remember exactly where it was, but it was some shitty bar down in uh, Oakland somewhere. If, if and, it was a shitty bar, then he was probably in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah. No, no. But I, just, I just remember that it was specifically somewhere in Oakland, you know, probably not too far, of course, from the Pitt campus. And I remember they had the most amazing deal ever, which was 25-cent old German beers, and every beer came with a free hot dog. He's <laughs> like, here's some beer for you to throw up. I mean, that is still to this day, still to this day, probably the greatest deal I've ever seen at a bar. I just. Yeah. But they're telling you, like, here's a beer so you can throw up. And here's something for you to throw up. Yeah. Two. Free hot dogs. So you can actually throw up. That's brilliant. I guess that's brilliant. I don't know. It's interesting, actually, for the listeners that may not know, is the three of us are in three completely different cities. Mm-hmm. We grew up and were born in completely different parts of the world, but the three of us has a very, have a very strong connection to Pittsburgh for you one reason or another. Yeah, it's interesting. Yes. And I, yeah. I live in Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, that's interesting. Neither of you do, but obviously you guys all have a very strong connection to the city. Yeah. Therefore, you guys know all about Iron City and Straub beer. Straub. American Lager. An honestly fresh American lager brewed by Straub Craftsmen in northern Allegheny Mountains. Beautiful. I live in Allegheny County. Did you guys know that? Well, that's, I did not. That's true. You're not in Washington County? 
No, no, I'm not that far south yet, but I may oh, actually, exactly. the farther and farther away, I from the city. I know you do. You've been to my house before <laughs> plenty of times. Many um, times. Also, in, in the spirit of full disclosure, though, yeah. uh, excuse me, I must also say that I've been drinking since three o'clock. It is now 9 p.m. So how many hours is that? Six. That's six. That's six hours. Over. Four or six hours. I started. Oh, here's another funny one. Before we even start talking about metal, because it's the really? Metal Inquisition podcast. But yeah. before we even start talking about metal, um, it's not the shitty. So, it's not the shitty beer Inquisition podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So I went uh, with a couple of friends and and my wife. We went down to the Hofbrau House here in Pittsburgh. You know, it's like the official like Hofbrau House that is in Munich and everything. Whatever. So That's they have true. one here with. With a patio, it, it is, but it's not really in that many cities. I found out, no. but whichever way, we were there anyway. And uh, I was drinking, and I was already kind of drunk there. And it was like four thirty, and I started uh, broadcasting live on Instagram, and yeah. all these people started coming on and watching and commenting and shit. And it was just basically I had my phone leaned against a glass of water just facing me. And basically the broadcast was just me drinking beer and getting drunker. People were loving it. It was awesome. Your people, they love Yeah. Follow me uh, at the Skull Crusher. Oh, that also being said, if anybody here knows about my other podcast, the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, we started our Patreon, patreon.com slash Speed Metal Cycling. Go over there, check it out. If you're going to contribute, good. If not, that's good too. Just check it out. All right. That being said, um, I was listening to what's the last band that you listened to today before you, we started recording David, the last band we, or I listened to, uh, convulse. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, but that was part of your, I think, I think, uh, homework doesn't count. Well, that wasn't, so you, uh, no, you first it was, well, that doesn't, that doesn't really matter. Morris. What about you? <laughs> um, Motivation's unimportant. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everything Morris says is unimportant, but Morris, what about you? Last band you listened to today before we started recording? Well, it must have been Black Hole. Black, oh, well, there you go. I, am I slurring my words a lot? I'm fucking drunk, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me it was Sam Hain. I was listening to Sam Hain while doing laundry, which is fucking awesome. Uh, Initium. Uh, I just got it on. I just got it on vinyl, and I was spinning that shit. Oh, did you yeah, buy one of the, the first uh, time? I one of those bootlegs or whatever that have been going yeah. around. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah I did. Actually, it's, it's really funny because it looks exactly like the regular repress, except. Right. Everywhere where there should be like the Plan Nine logo is just black. So the, yeah. the label itself of the record has all the song names on, I guess, the left lane of the label, the left side of the label, and then the right side of the label is just black. There's just absolutely <laughs> nothing. It's just it looks really funny, but uh, you should but uh, yeah. But it, you should keep an eye out because November Coming Fire was also like I picked that up the other day. Like a really. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that record a lot better than I like Initium actually. Wait, yeah. where did you get those from? Uh, I got uh, from Reckless here. Well, do you do you guys Reckless Records? Oh. Yeah. Do you remember that uh, uh, Mind Cure? Obviously, here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so you know it changed owners and it changed mm-hmm. names, and now I can't remember what the fuck the new one is called. I, that's that's where I bought it. Uh, but um, no, it was, it was it's it's good. I, I like that record a lot. I, I just remember the first time I heard it, I thought it was like absolute shit. I was so disappointed. I I don't know. I, I like I thought it was gonna be like so much heavier and like An issue, I, you thought? Yeah, I, you, I don't know. Had, I uh, have had you already heard the Misfits before you heard Sam Hayes? Yeah, yeah, I, I'd heard the Misfits, and yeah. I just thought it was gonna be like a level up. And then that cover, I thought like. Yeah, this is gonna be fucking awesome, and I was just so disappointed. And yeah, I mean, what songs are on that album? Um, they do horror business. Yeah, like a like a like a pretty cool version. I I hated it at first. Yeah, I mean, I know know I've heard that album a million times, but I'm I'm more familiar with I think November Coming Fire. November Coming Fire. What else is wait? What else is on that album other than uh, horror business? What are like the original? Uh, Sam Hain, uh, Initium. I mean the the title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That uh, I'm All murder. All murder. All good. Oh yeah. All murder. Oh, good. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do no, that? No, I draw a blank. I have no idea. Oh, my. Oh, good. Oh, good. Just sing the whole episode. That that cover is fucking sweet, though. I mean, it's such a, a fucking album cool. Album. I mean, I think, like, you know, I, it's, it's, I'm a kid. I fucking look at that. It's like, I don't know, I don't know, 1988, 89, 90, whenever the fuck I saw it for the first time. I thought it was just the fucking awesomest thing ever. Yeah. That album cover is like the perfect, um, like analog to movies where you could do like an entire episode about just like, remember, uh, VHS box art of like craziest, <laughs> most like awesome movie covers that you would see right. but then you'd watch the actual movie and it was just like and it just fucking sucks. garbage <laughs> but then, well, you, but the then you'd be like but man that album cover with like or that that you know like the movie poster was so fucking crazy and then you, yeah, you, you watch the movie and you're like this is fucking terrible well Same the thing, thing is that, that what you have to do is you have to give the poster or artwork or cover a rating from 1 to 10 and then you give the movie a rating from 1 to 10 and whoever the, the person that wins or the movie that wins rather is the one that has the biggest gap between one and the other. Oh because yeah. The, There's like so many movies yeah. from the eighties. Like, like any like yeah. take, take your pick of like any eighties horror movie album the, the you know, like the cub the cover gets like a ten and the movie gets like a one. Exactly, exactly. So like for example, like I think that Hellraiser, the original Hellraiser, the yeah. fucking artwork is like a ten. And the movie really? is like for me personally, it's like an eight. So that's a yeah. two. So that doesn't yeah. really count. I don't but think like, the cover is that good. Oh, I fucking love the uh, pinhead. The idea of pinhead no, is I mean, just it's, so it's, it's good, beautiful. But it's not like a crazy, like a uh, fucking uh, insane, you know, painted art cover or something like that. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, like I got, I got you. No, I just, I just think of like what would be like the awesomest movie. Like that just looked like such a cool movie. I mean, when I used to go to, um, so in and Colombia we had this place. No, we used to have this. Oh, oh God, what a horrible movie! Yeah, oh, yes, even the worst movie ever. That's the two worst movies ever made. Um, no, so when when I was a little kid in Colombia, we used to go to this place called Betarrent, <laughs> and it was this place where they obviously 
rented beta tapes yeah and they had this poster for hellraiser and every time i'll be like oh i want to watch this movie and my sister would be like no that looks terrible oh my god no and if i'll go with my mom my mom would be like oh hell no 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 way and when i started going by myself i was like yeah i'm renting this the first time i watched hellraiser i had no idea what the fuck was going on i was yeah. so confused i was yeah. so fucking confused now it's one of my favorite so fucking horror movies well, I mean, I, I feel like even still to this day, if I watch that movie, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I think you mean Hellraiser 3. <laughs> Nobody oh, knows Hellraiser what the fuck 3. that movie's about. So no. I, bought, I, guess, uh, I bought that box set, that uh, fucking, uh, what is it, the Scarlet yeah. Box or whatever. So I bought yes, that. you did. And uh, 1 and 2, watching those again, I'm just like, man, those are fucking awesome. Like, oh, number, so two, number 2 is the one that's like, I mean that that's great, but it's like it, it's definitely the movie where you're like, I have no idea, kind of what's happening. But I mean, but it's awesome. <laughs> number three is everything where they that happens, it. and it's just like yeah. I got, I got. I don't uh, think I was trying to watch and they it. They bring while, in like. Oh, I was trying to watch ahead. it while my wife was out of town, and it was like I think I got maybe twenty minutes because it was like nine thirty, ten o'clock, and I just shut it off, and I was like, I'll come back to it later because. It just was not. I don't know. I, just watched that. I don't think I've ever well, seen. I don't think I've ever seen Hellraiser two or three. Oh man, two is really four, good. Five or six. Three. No. Uh, no. I, yeah, I've watched those. No, only only Phantasm six. Yeah. Morris, you've never watched uh, Pinhead in Space. Yeah, <laughs> that one's weird. I missed. I missed that one. <laughs> weird. That the last By weird, you mean shitty. Yeah, last decent one though. Yeah, 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 it's it's interesting. I I love the idea of Pinhead. I love the idea of the uh, Cenobites. I love uh, it, it's 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 Clive Barker comes up with these great ideas. He just doesn't know how to deliver. You know, it's yeah. very similar to Stephen King, honestly. But whatever. All right. All right. So where are we going? Guys, where are we going? What we're doing? What we're thinking? What I was thinking about doing for this episode was talking about. Metal fashion. And, well, <laughs> what the Morris, are you okay over there? I think so. <laughs> I think I think Morris just fell. His, his walker just slipped. Mm. Um, well, one of the ideas that I've had uh, uh, for the podcast since, like, before we even actually started recording was the idea of talking about battle vests. And then from battle vests, I started thinking about, like, bullet belts and biker boots and everything and then Morris had the idea of just opening it up to just talking about metal fashion in general and one of the things that um, I mean a lot of like metalheads old older metalheads like the three of us kind of have to struggle with and it sounds so pathetic to even say it this way but it's a fucking fact is do you do you want to look like a metalhead at all and if you do why do you, I mean, you have short hair, long hair. Is it okay to wear a fucking Metallica t-shirt? And do you wear your biker boots anymore? Do you put on your bullet belt at all? What is your wife going to think about the fact that you're wearing a bullet belt and shit like that? And so I'll, I'll get started first and probably get the conversation going. Here's a situation for me. Um, when, when I was a little kid, I mean, not a little kid, but you know, my brother and I, we were, you know, our, let's say our early teens, we started, um, I had a, I had a, a denim jacket and I started putting patches on it 
and I'll actually Instagram this later at MTL Inquisition. Um, I had my jean jacket had a, a um, kill them all back patch. And on one shoulder, like on one arm, kind of whatever, had an exploited um, let's start a war patch. And on the other one, I had like the Union Jack. (laughs) That was so fucking stupid. I'm like, Iron Maiden has a Union Jack. I should have one too. And then my brother had a vest, like a denim vest. And he had an Injustice for All back patch. And I think that was it at the time. Anyway, that, my brother's vest made it through the years, whereas my denim jacket died, like, towards the end of my high school life. I still have my brother's denim vest, which I actually inherited from him. It's like, it's got studs and everything. It's an obituary, cause of death back patch, and an SOD patch, and, um... Napalm death and I don't remember a couple of other things and but it's a little too small for me to wear so about a year ago maybe two years ago I decided oh fuck it dude I'm gonna start another one so I ordered a denim vest from eBay and I was like I'm gonna start Wait, putting some patches you, on this shit you ordered a, a vest you didn't just cut the arms off a jacket no I ordered a vest because it's cheaper <laughs> it's like wearing a sweater vest <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking you could have just, just gone to you could have just gone to Coles and got a denim jacket at the at the fucking. No, this uh, was, this was cheaper, dude. It was, this was cheaper. I got this fucking uh, vest from China, and it took like two weeks to deliver. Nice. It was like eleven dollars. <laughs> I'm not oh even kidding. God. It got here, and it was like super dark blue. So I washed it like not exaggerating, like seven or eight times. And then I was like, all right, so now what patches am I going to get? What am I going to do with this? So I decided, I was like, it'd be weird to have like, to have like DRI and possessed. It doesn't really match, you know, like I can't have like death and overkill. It doesn't, you know, so I decided to go all thrash metal, all like awesome thrash metal. So a long time ago, a couple of years ago, whatever, my brother had come, gone to Colombia and he brought me back a Sodom uh, back patch. And I thought, like, this is awesome. When am I ever going to use this? Well, this was the perfect opportunity. So I put on a Sodom patch. And then the problem, though, that I found, and I'm sure you guys, you probably don't relate to it yet because you guys haven't gone through this, but I'm sure you'll understand exactly what I mean. When I was a kid... I was limited to whatever was available. If there's a creator patch, I'm like, hey, I like creator. So I'll buy that and I'll put it on my jacket. Now, everything is available. Every motherfucking band in the goddamn motherfucking world has a patch and they're all readily available. All I got to do is just click something and order it. And then he was like, what the fuck am I going to order? Oh my God. Well, I got to order Slayer. I got to order creator. It's, you know, I went through, like, I got to order Possessed. I have to have Celtic Frost. It sucked when I got all the patches. And I'm like, this is so anticlimactic. Now I have all the patches. All I got to do is sew them on. And then I'm done. This fucking sucks. I'm like, cryptics. When I was a kid, I would have died. I would have murdered somebody with a fucking rusty fucking knife in the neck for a fucking cryptic slaughter patch. Now, all I got to do is like cryptic slaughter, embroidered patch. Boom. That's it. King Diamond embroidered patch. Boom. Every fucking record cover. 
I think Harley all of a sudden also is on eBay. <laughs> it became really late. Uh, although I, I did order a DRI patch and I actually got it straight from Kurt Brecht. So that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah on, the, excitement, on the excitement is gone, Dan. The excitement is gone. Uh, there's no joy. The excitement there's is gone. gone. Well, the, in the words of Motorhead, the chase is better than the catch. Oh, poignant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the other, the other thing that I did, though, is I went back to my, like, after I was a huge metalhead, I became a huge, like, crusty punk rocker. So I had, like, shorts and pants and multiple jackets with, like, crazy patches and studs and everything. So I thought, let me go through those and see what patches I can harvest. So I got a Star Wars patch, actually, just a patch that has a Star Wars logo on it from one of my pants. And uh, Wait, is this how you ended death. up with the... Um, and is this how you ended up with the Wodum patch? With the what? With the Wodum patch? Oh no, that Wodum! <laughs> I found that on the internet. Somebody, somebody was selling a Wodum. W O D O M. Yeah, yeah. What? I think it was amazing. Where the hell was that? A, like, where the hell is that coming it's a, from? It's a Sodom, it's a Sodom. patch upside down. <laughs> no, it's I a know. Sodom patch upside yeah, down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no. I, oh, I don't remember where I saw it, but I sent that to Morris. I knew he would get a kick out of it. Oh, the most, the most cunt, cult underground band of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Wodom record. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, it was it was a little bit of a letdown to actually get started on a fucking battle vest again and being like, yeah, I'm gonna buy some studs. I wanna buy some patches. But part of the fun That's of doing it when sad. I was a kid. Well, yeah, part of, because part of the fun was how difficult it was to go about it and, and to find the patches little by little and to, like, draw shit on the inside and, and, and to, like, I mean, I'll, I'll probably post this on Instagram as well. I have, like, photos of my old one, and I have the Sepultura, the old Sepultura logo, like, with a Sharpie I did on the back of the jacket and stuff, and now I'm, like, an adult, and I'm, like, I'm not going to draw something on this shit, like... But it gets better. So the first time, yo, Morris, is it as good as the wind tunnel that Morris stepped into? Yeah, what the fuck, Morris? <laughs> Morris, yeah, dude, it sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. I'm just, I'm just laying on my bed. I don't know what you're talking about. You need a fucking microphone like mine. <laughs> you need a high tech mic like mine, dude. It sounds like ass. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Whatever you were doing before, do that. Whatever you're doing now, don't do that. I'm not doing anything. Dude. <laughs> Are you serious? It sounds like shit. I'm literally just here. sitting here. I'm not doing anything. Oh. Okay, don't do anything. There you go, David. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That, that's much better. <laughs> I have the power to mute Oh, Next time I ask a question, I'll just unmute him. Anyway, so where you was I? Oh, yeah. So it gets, oh, yeah, probably. So it gets better because uh, the, uh, I was done with my, with my battle vest and I was, I sew, sew off, so, sewed, sewed all my patches, my Slayer patch and my Sodom patch, Possessed, Celtic Frost, you know, whatever. Critic slaughter and it was looking good, right? So I was like, alright, today is the day I'm gonna wear it and I'm I'm in my fucking early forties and I'm wearing a fucking so I put it on and my wife just starts fucking laughing. She just fucking 
Oh, she just looks at me. She's just fucking laughing like nonstop. And I was like, what? She was like, you look like a child. <laughs> and I did. Whatever. And I put it on anyway. It's like a, just like and a we big go, toddler. Yeah. But we, we go we go to a, a crafts fair, which is the best thing ever. <laughs> and there's, you know, people selling their, like, prints of their artwork and ladies that, like, make cat art or whatever. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm walking by these people that make, like, was craft bread. Dan Seagrave was there. What's that? I said, was Dan Seagrave there? As well. <laughs> yeah. Dan Seagrave is selling his fucking artwork. Yeah, of course. And I, I find these people that have bread or whatever. And this guy goes, hey, man, dude, that vest rules. And I look and it's like this guy probably about my age, maybe late 30s and stuff, longer hair and stuff. He's like, man, that's ruled cryptic slaughter, man. That's awesome. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I started talking to them, whatever. And we're talking for like five minutes before he goes, man. That looks way too new, man. You look like a poser. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, there goes Morris. <laughs> I like how like, There really is something crazy going on with your mic, man. <laughs> Morris, if you can hear us, your fucking mic is all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> Anyway, I'm like, I never thought that I would get called a poser past my 20s. You know what I'm saying? Like, this oh, guy yeah. is super friendly. Well, no, you, you've, you've you gone, look like a poser. Yeah, you've gone beyond. You've now gone into the 40-year-old, uh, 40-some-year-old, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that? The midlife crisis where you're trying to, like, you know, grab all these I things you had like as a kid. So you've gone beyond. So you, you, there's, like, there's, like, a poser level, and then there's, like, a... Oh, okay. Well, then you know you're not a poser. Like maybe you know late teens, twenties, or whatever. And then as you get older, you're just back to being a poser, Dan. Just back, poser. I guess so. I just thought I thought somebody would accuse me of being a uh, fucking uh, like a hipster before a poser. This guy was super friendly about it, though. Man, you look like a poser. You should do what we used to do. We used to drive our cars over the vests. And I'm thinking, like, hmm, I have a car. Hmm. I didn't drive the car no? over the vest because I have some, no, because I have like buttons on it. Your wife has already, your wife has already laughed at you enough. You don't need to sit there <laughs> in the middle of the street driving back and forth. I've been, I've been forbidden. <laughs> I've been forbidden yeah. from wearing the vest when I'm, when I go out with her <laughs> completely forbidden. <laughs> it's okay. I wear it when I go to buy beer at the supermarket. I'm like, oh, I'm going to Giant Eagle to buy some fucking beer. I'm going to wear yeah. my fucking battle jacket. My new one, my old one. Well, I, I, you probably don't remember this, but the last time uh, you and Morris, my brother, and a whole bunch of other people went mm-hmm. to see Iron Maiden in Jersey, I was oh, yeah. wearing the, the obituary uh, jacket. Morris, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Morris, your uh, your microphone still sounds like shit. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, let just me fix you. it. Wait, hold on. Um, maybe I can just like reach inside of my computer and you know pull it out. <laughs> you're the uh, you're the black mayonnaise of uh, podcasting. <laughs> Everybody, uh, I have something to say. Yeah. Patreon.com/slash 
Speed Metal Cycling. Go over there and please donate so we can buy now Morris a new fucking <laughs> microphone. Now more than ever. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. Oh I have, for example, I have a uh, reincar- you know that you know Reincarnacion, that Colombian yeah, band yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Nuclear War now put out their like reissued their record and they put out some t-shirts and stuff so I have that t-shirt and then it has upside down crosses like everywhere all over the fucking t-shirt that whole fucking t-shirt is just basically upside down crosses everywhere but I love that fucking t-shirt so I put it on once just randomly whatever and we were going I don't know to fucking Bed Bath and Beyond or something my wife was like uh yeah, yeah, you're not wearing that. And I was like, wait, what am I wearing? I thought, like, what, my shoes, my, what the fuck? No, that t-shirt, you're not wearing that. Why not? Because that's offensive. I'm like, what the fuck do I care? She was like, I, I don't care what you care about. I care what I care about. And I don't want to insult anybody, so take that fucking t-shirt off. And I'm like, God, I am such a poser. I have to take a fucking... I, I thought this whole time... Dude. Since, since I was 20, I thought, hey, I'm an adult. Apparently, I am not. Dude. Nope. 18-year-old 18, 18 Dan, just thinking you're a poser right now. Just just coming oh. back from, from the past. 18-year-old me is beating the shit. It's fucking, like, stabbing me with a no. fucking screwdriver. No, he's not. He's just crying. There's just, like, some tears. Like, he's just like, <laughs> I can't believe what I fucking became. Just Just one tear. That's it's just sadness. Just sadness. Sadness. You finally, you finally have the money to afford all the t-shirts that you want. But however, today at Hofra House, I got away with wearing my original two thousand, no, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Danzig, Danzig t-shirt. Ooh. That's that's what I was. Actually, that's what actually I am wearing right now. I yeah. thought you were going to say you your. Never, uh, you should never need to wear that. No, I should what? You should never need permission to wear that. Dude, listen, first get married and then we'll talk. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't your wife know that heavy metal is the law? (laughs) She has never heard Halloween. I I don't I don't don't think so. I don't think I don't think she knows. Although, actually, I'll tell you a a cute like story. She's married to you and she's never heard Halloween. No, she's heard Halloween, but not okay, like I was gonna say. Jesus, I, I imagine you holding these like listening sessions where you listen to the Keeper of the Seven Keys, like a uh, one and two, like back to back. And then she's the one crying. She's just like, I can't believe two, you made me listen to Keeper. Two of my favorite records of all times. No, but um, so when we first met, we were actually like going back and forth on uh, I am mm-hmm. instant messenger for the younger viewers and or listeners they may not know. Yeah. And my icon on I am was uh, the World Slavery Tour Eddie, you know, with the chains and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she started calling me Eddie randomly, like, "Hey, Eddie, so what are you doing today, Eddie?" And I was like, "Shit, this girl doesn't know my name is Dan. What the fuck?" So I was yeah. like, um, I, "I don't know if you know this, but my name is Dan." She goes. Oh yeah, I know, but you have Eddie as your icon. So, and I was like, "Holy shit, this girl knows Iron Maiden." Her name is Joe J O. Right. So I started calling her Joe Bench, and she was right. like, "Oh, Joe Bench from Bolt Thrower." And I was like, "What? She knows who Bolt Thrower is? This is fucking amazing!" So it was what was all, what uh, her key? It was a ruse. Yeah, her brother. Her brother. Uh, oh, her brother is her brother's a huge metalhead. 
Really? And she's always thought, she's always found it like, uh, like kind of interesting, like in the curiosity. She's like, oh, let me look at this record. Oh, the this lyrics are interesting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let me find out about this pygmy hippopotamus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dude, Morris, your fucking shit sucks. I wanna, I'm gonna mute you again. Three, Thank two, you. one. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> why do we even I have Morris it. on this it's like a it's like a nice it's a nice background like uh ambient uh you know uh vibe to it <laughs> it does have a nice fucking ambient fucking noise to it. but anyway uh, david you personally yeah. and then we'll ask we'll ask morris when we're ready to fucking hear the wind tunnel are we seriously um, gonna mute and unmute morris though <laughs> I don't give a shit. I have the power to do whatever I want. I didn't even know I had this power. This is fucking awesome. Um, how, how have you, like, now that you're grown up and married, yeah. Yeah. do you find it that you kind of want to dress, you want to look like a metalhead, but you sort no. of can't? No, not even. Not really. I mean, it's funny because it's it's exactly the same thing. It's like, uh, now I have all the means like uh possible if i wanted to buy every tour shirt or you know every time i see a band if i wanted to buy like a shirt or or patch or whatever like i could but i don't like it's just not like in fact i might just sell off all my metal shirts because i never fucking wear them and it, because, really yeah i mean even like i mean i i still go to shows like i still go to a fair amount of shows and it's just like no i just no uh no ambition really i don't know and it's not, it's not for That's any other weird. reason than just like, I just like, eh, you know, like, I don't know. Like well, I still buy like, um, what did I buy the other day? There was like fucking somebody on eBay's or was it eBay or somewhere else has been selling like, uh, those like metal, uh, pins or whatever. And I bought like a death one, like the old death logo. And I bought like an Asfix one, but like, I never, I mean, I'm never, I don't know what I ever put it on, but like, yeah, just no. <laughs> No real ambition. I know that sounds weird, but it's like that's uh, weird because see, I I just I have a, a Venom black metal long sleeve, and I wore yeah. it um, what two two days two days well it was Thursday Thursday so three days ago three days ago I just yeah. I was just walking around wearing jeans and Vans and yeah. a Venom black metal long sleeve, and I thought this is fucking awesome. This is fucking I I I'm fucking awesome. And then I looked in the mirror, and I was like. I have short hair and yeah. like I am I I'm not awesome. I am not awesome at all. I'm I'm a fucking big ass poser. I have I have a bathory <laughs> I have a bathory just, just, like just just an old I, dude wearing a metal shirt. <laughs> yeah, is that, I have is to that, call is that, that guy. Yeah. Is that venom shirt a new yeah. shirt or is it an old shirt? That's the other thing. Uh oh oldish. Uh maybe ten years old. Yeah. But I just bought an Ailstorm shirt uh, recently, as of like a year ago, and uh, I bought that Reincarnacion shirt not even three months ago. So I still buy shirts. I mean, I just actually just bought um, um, an Iron Maiden Killers Mm t-shirt in the last two weeks. Yeah. I I still wear metal shirts, but I have become that dude at the show. That I would look at and be like, oh, nice Black Sabbath t-shirt, loser. Right. Well, because that's the thing. It's like, I, you know, I have a, I have a job and uh, I, <laughs> you know, it's like five days a week. I can't, I can't wear a fucking like a, I can't wear a Bathory t-shirt or a, 
fucking yeah. obituary long sleeve or an entombed long sleeve. Like, I, one, I can't do that. Well, I guess I could maybe, but like, but the thing well, is, it's like, if I go to a show with that, I mean, it is exactly the same thing. Like short hair, black glasses. Like, what am I going to do? Like sand, you know, like on the side, like, and, and just look like yeah. you know, some fucking like middle-aged guy but, that just found out about destroyer 666. So you don't, you don't get in the pit. Mm-mm. Oh, see, I do. No, <laughs> I don't no. give a shit. And it's funny that you say entombed long sleeve because I actually have one. I've worn it recently. And like now that is the fall, it's the perfect time to wear the long sleeve. So I have a brutal truth long sleeve that I'm wearing. I have an unleashed uh, long sleeve that I'm wearing. So I still wear the t-shirts. Yeah. It's just that the step up to the battle vest that is the that is the thing. Hold on, let me let me unmute Morris and we'll ask him what he thinks. Morris, Morris, what do you think? What? <laughs> How often do you wear a metal shirt? I think y'all are fucking posers. That's what I think. Yeah, I know you're a fucking poser too. When's the last time you wore a fucking metal t-shirt? He's wearing Cannibal Corpse sweatpants right now as we speak. He's not wearing these. <laughs> well, I am wearing he's sweatpants, the, but they're not Cannibal Corpse. He's wearing the Napalm Death cutoff Real. sweatpants. 1992 Harmony Corruption. Come on, dude. When's the last no, time you actually, really wore a fucking... I wore... I actually... I wore... So here's... Here's the thing. I, I actually recently bought... I think I posted a picture of it on Instagram. I bought a Sepultura Steel Devastation t-shirt. A white t-shirt. Sepultura. Which is fucking awesome. It is, it is a cool shirt. That's why I bought it. I mean, again, it was one of those things where, like... I bought it because I was like, oh, man, this shirt is so awesome. And I bought it and I got it. And I was like, sure rules. But like, I don't know. I showed it to my girlfriend. I was like, look at this shirt. This shirt's awesome, isn't it? It's just so sick. And she just looks at me and she was like, why do you buy that? Like, she's like, why do you, why do you own that? Like, when are you going to wear that? Like, why would you money? Yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. And so, what? you know what I did? I actually wore it like under a sweater the other day to work. So, <laughs> well, that's good. It's now an undershirt. And little did they, that's little sad. did anyone know that I was wearing a Sepultura Bestial Devastation under my <laughs> that's like, sad. under my like that's heather sad. gray express long sleeve. Oh, but express. then here's the thing. Here's the thing. I saw, uh, so I saw uh, Derketa. And if people that don't know, Derketa is like a a mostly female, uh, like, death doom metal band from Pittsburgh. And I saw them live, and the singer had this, like, three-quarter sleeve creator t-shirt, and it was fucking amazing. And I was like, she looks so hot right now. And it's not even... It's just it's just the fact that... Yeah, it's just the fact that she's wearing a creator t-shirt. And if anybody knows Nervosa, the band from Brazil... They all wear like amazing like DSI t-shirts and like just mostly old school like nuclear assault t-shirt and they're girls and I'm just like fuck these girls wear amazing t-shirts when I put on an amazing t-shirt my wife makes fun of me like why can't she be more like these other girls you know what I'm saying if I was fucking married if I was married to the singer of Nervosa and I put on my fucking brutal truth long sleeve what would she say? She'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, that's an awesome t-shirt. And she'd be wearing a fucking awesome DRI shirt. And I'd be like, yeah, your shirt is awesome too. That's what I want. Except she would probably cheat on me. 
Why don't, you, why, don't you buy, why don't you just subtly start buying uh, your wife uh, metal T-shirts? Just you know, start start small, start I, small. No, listen, and then, and then I've tried. I try. I bought her some T-shirts before, like like I bought her a Supergirl T-shirt, a Wonder Woman T-shirt to see what was going on. She fucking wears them as pajamas. She's like super I really am the stereotype of the crazy reason with the fucking tattoos and earrings that marries the, like, super straightforward, like, super nerdy girl is crazy. I don't know. You know, you, 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 make fun of, you make fun of Morris, but what the fuck did your mic just do? Yeah, you sound like fucking shit. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't hear anything. Yes, what happened? Yes. Oh, I don't know. It just got, again. Yeah, you it just stepped back into Prince of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like that fucking TV broadcast in Prince of Darkness, like a uh, Colin from the Future. <laughs> okay, guys, listen. It couldn't, it couldn't handle how metal you were, Jer. Just now. Listen, just like I can't fellas. Yeah. Yes. Guys, yes. we're running out of time. We're running out of time. I want to talk about what we're going to do for next episode. And this was David's idea. Yeah, David's yeah. David's yeah. idea. That was that each of us would come up with a record that the other two hadn't heard, and then we would listen to it, the other two would listen to it, and then review it. So, for example, if you didn't understand that concept, David would come up with a record. Let's say he came up with Metallica, Master of Puppets. Morris and I had never heard Metallica, Master of Puppets. We would both listen to it, and then we would review Metallica, Master of Puppets. So, that's the idea. So... We've talked about this already, and we've decided each of us has a record for the other two to listen to. So why don't we disclose which record we are talking about, and then uh, and then we can go from there. So, uh, yeah. Morris, you go first. What record do you my want David and I to listen to? My Your selection, selection was Black Hole's Land of Mystery. <laughs> Is Black Holes like the name? I'm sure there has to be a porno named that. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So, uh, okay. So, David and I have to listen to that and give it an honest review, right? All right. Uh, I've never heard that record. I've never even heard of that band before. So... I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that, especially because it's, it's a Morris recommendation, which means I am really looking forward to this. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a winner. <laughs> of course, David. Uh, what is your record? Uh, we're going to do uh, "Silencer." Death Pierce me. Ooh, never heard it. We'll, we'll I've never heard that. that. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that band. Of course, everybody probably has, but. Um, I've never heard the actual record, so okay, sounds yeah. good to me. And then the record that I am uh, torturing you guys with is a band from <laughs> Colo- a band from Colombia, from Medellin in Colombia. It's called Kraken, and their first record is called Kraken. So Kraken, Kraken, their first record. They're like a, a heavy metal band from uh, from Colombia from the mid eighties. So Kraken, 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 by Kraken. Kraken right. by Kraken. All right. So, um, well, without any farther ado, we want to thank everybody for listening today and hope you uh, enjoyed our talking about battle vests and (laughs) t-shirts. I'm sure I'm sure everybody did. Uh, The the, the pain pain that you have for for being a poser. And I think uh, Morris and I have just kind of come to grips with it. We we I, I grew up to be a poser and I hate it. 
I've... Yeah, you are you are a self self-hating poser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I am. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. All right. All right. Jackals and Jack Holettes, we will see you guys next time. We are out of here. Peace. Kure, 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 kure,